Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the co-founder of WCG, Jason Watson. You can learn more about him and his company at WCGinc.com. That's spelled W-C-G-I-N-C.com. Jason, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, you know, one thing I like to do for funsies, uh, Jason, is... Um, <laughs> Since 2020, I like to do what I call mental health check-ins. And so I thought sure. I would ask you, how have you really been doing nowadays? <laughs> you know, we are an unusual animal because a CPA firm is considered essential service. People don't really mm. think of it as such. Mm-hmm. But Homeland Security has determined that you know payroll probably should be processed. Yeah. Statements should be processed. So we're in this weird pinch because we are essential. We can't necessarily shut down. Mm. So we're being dragged in different directions. Um, this year was particularly challenging because of the tax. The tax season didn't like happen, right? We normally yeah. have this runner's high that we get in May and we kind of come down from this big thing. We never had that. So mentally we're kind of, uh, we're kind of struggling with a little bit of yeah. that. So. I mean, I can imagine that because, you know, every year I've done my taxes on time, but for some reason, like, I don't know what it was about 2020. I just wasn't in the mood. And then I found out that they pushed the deadline, you know, to right. do your taxes, like till I think I forgot what, when, um, July like 15th. A, yeah, July 15th. And yeah. so it was, it was funny. My, <laughs> my tax preparer kept texting me. She's like, when are you going to submit your taxes? And like, well, when, when's like the final, final, final deadline? And she was all right. like, like the date you said. So I sure. sent it in like, I think the week before. And, sure. um, and so I, I just, I can only imagine what that does for CPAs where it's like, you're so used to, like you said, like that rush at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And now you're just like, uh, like, okay, what, <laughs> you know, right. so I, I, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, how did you, I don't know, manage to get through the year <laughs> with, with all those uh. Well, like most people, a lot of alcohol, right? You know, um, that usually helps. Guilty. (laughs) Exactly. No, every, all that stuff. No, we had to constantly tell our staff or, or just, you know, be available for them and say, look, we understand this is difficult. And we had some new people to Mm -hmm. the accounting field and we had to kind of pull them aside and go, do not think this is the way this goes, this Mm -hmm. enduring forever tax season, you know, because mm-hmm. when they extended the filing deadline, collectively, most CPAs are like, no, you know, because all yeah. that does is just push off the inevitable. Mm-hmm. So we had to check in continuously. We had to tell people, hey, if you need help, let us know. If you need mental health break days, all that mm-hmm. stuff. If you need us to even help you find a counselor to pay. And, you know, wow. think about this. You know, we we had people that, you know, like a lot of your friendships come from work and now those don't happen. Right. Right, Sometimes you want to go to work because that's where things are like normal and you like, they're kind of consistent with what you can expect. Mm -hmm. And now you're at home and you got your kids and you got your spouse and you can't recreate and you can't do all these things that you normally do. So we were continuously just telling people, if you need help, raise your hand. We have to talk this through. 
you know? Yeah. I love that you do that and you encourage people to have those mental health like check days if they want to take it off and even highly encourage counselors. Um, it's a good time to be in the mental health industry right now. I can imagine oh, yeah. the mental health field because even for myself, it's like <laughs> I have a couples counselor and I have a therapist for myself because why not? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, talk things through, sure. Yeah, and it's like we're, we're with ourselves like all the time and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that are not being spoken about other than the, the rise in like COVID cases. Cases. Like there's so many other things that's increasing as well, unfortunately, that, you know, for whatever reason, mainstream media is not talking about because it's not mm. it's not part of the bigger narrative. But anyway, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me, um, uh, so let, let's go ahead and like backtrack before, let's say pre-pandemic sure. times. Uh, tell us a little bit about, yeah, so let's get back <laughs> into that mindset if you can. Um, sure. So let's talk about uh, WCG. Like tell us the history of when you started. I know you've been in business since 2007. And, um, you know, how did you start and and kind of what what's the, what are you most known for like with your company? Yeah, well, it's, it's a great story because it's, you know, it's our story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's different than a lot of other people. So um my wife, she was the first CPA. I worked for the airlines. I, I was a, a, a pilot for 17 years. Wow. And, you know, I was, I was divorced and she was divorced and, and we yeah. met on match.com and all this stuff. Love and it. she's like, hey, I'm a CPA. And I'm like, hey, pilots have a unique tax need. They, they have this special thing per diem and, and travel expenses that, need, that they need to be able to have on their tax return. So I created a flyer with, you know, like my own self and it was like tax returns, $79. I had like little tear off strips, like I'm selling a couch on Craigslist, you know, (laughs) and I would hang these flyers up in all the crew lounges and Mm -hmm. people would tear off the tab and give us a call. So our first tax returns were $79 and $129. And it's like, it's like Walmart pricing, right? When you put a (laughs) nine in it, it's it's not 80, it's 79, you know? Mm -hmm. So we did that. We went from 30 to a hundred and to, to, you know, 300. I would drive around all the Colorado Springs coffee shops and I would hang up flyers there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of boots on ground type of entrepreneurialism. Mm-hmm. And then, and then um, I started to write a lot of articles and uh, eventually those articles became a, um, a book and mm-hmm. I sell about 300 of those on Amazon per month. And wow. it really is just one big business card. So people find us, because of content that I've written. Mm-hmm. And then they say, Hey, this guy knows who he's talking about. So does his firm and we'll go ahead and talk to them. But yeah, it all began kind of haphazardly with two people coming together, like chocolate and peanut butter, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pilot. She's a CPA. There's a unique combination and all that stuff. Um, so it's kind of cool. That sounds like a super cute story. And I just love how she's like, Hey, you're a pilot. Like you have to deal with your taxes differently. Like right. those, I could just imagine what those initial dating <laughs> Oh, yeah. look like and talking yeah, our about, pillow like, talk is yeah not very exciting <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that's also incredible I think you brought a, a really good point about your book um, and how it sold like 300 copies on Amazon like uh, every month um, you know one thing I think is a uh, some good advice for entrepreneurs is to put a lot of content out there right like oh, yeah. put a lot of education because you know my husband and I um, or he's really big on content as well like his book uh, recently just came out and that's kind of been like the the lead generation for us it's like oh I read your book like three times. We're like, wow, that's a, that's like 300 pages. That's crazy that you read 
said that I three know. times, but it's like, it, it gets them into that mindset of like, oh, I believe in your philosophies and, and I want to work with you. And yeah. so tell me a little bit about like the articles or, or the book that you have uh, on Amazon that I'm sure is still um, up there today. What do you think, yeah. what was the number one feedback or reason why people reached out to you? As oh, good. Yeah, good question. I'll tend to brag it up a little bit. Is, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, um, I take a horribly dry topic called taxes. <laughs> and I add some humor. Okay. And the way I wrote the book was very conversational. Mm. Um, it's, it's not prose. It's not professional writing, if you will. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of grammar errors and all that, but I really <laughs> spoke from the heart as mm. if I was speaking to you. Like if I were to read that book to you, you would think it was a conversation and not somebody mm. just reading a, um, you know, some sort of tax code or whatever. Um, and I did that for a couple of reasons. A, I can't write in a different way. I write very conversationally mm-hmm. because I feel like when I am writing, I am talking to somebody directly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm helping somebody directly to have a face when I'm, when I'm writing. Um, and then also I got to keep myself awake. I mean, if I, you know, <laughs> if I made it all professional and made it all grammatically correct, I'd be drooling on myself, you know, because that's not who I am. <laughs> right. Right. So. Yeah. It's like they say, uh, your vibe attracts your tribe. And if you're trying totally. to be something you're not, you're going to attract people that you don't really want to work with. And so, you know, even yeah. with the grammatical errors, it's like, if it gives people a laugh and it gets them to reach out to you and say, Hey, there was something wrong here. It's like, Oh, but you reached right. out to me, didn't you? <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I try not to have spelling errors, but I'm sure I'm not using dangling like, you know, whatever, you know, uh, the predisciples or whatever correctly and all that stuff. But no, it's, um, no, you're right about the vibe, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe inviting your tribe. And it's a great way of saying it because we, we, we tend to be a little goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we say on our website that we're playful yet technically correct. Mm. And that's how we want to to do that. Now, some people probably visit our website and go, eh, these guys are a little too cavalier for me mm. or whatever. And that's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. There's plenty of CPA firms out there, plenty of stuffy CPAs, <laughs> you know? So anyway, um, so we, we try to have fun with what we do and that's reflected in our content. That's reflected in our, our, our book. Now the, the problem to kind of bring it back to maybe some of the purpose of your show mm-hmm. is as an entre, as a business owner, a, um, as an entrepreneur, taking your voice, taking what started your, like your business, mm-hmm. having that transcend everybody who works in your firm is really, really difficult. Mm. Um, so I warn everybody at our firm, like, Hey, be careful because the client is going to find our content on the internet. And then they're going to expect you to like know it mm-hmm. and to maybe even have a similar vibe. Yeah. You know, and I'm getting to the spot. We have a 40 person firm, so we're getting a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling, I've been saying to people and to myself that it's no longer Jason Watson's voice. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want it to be a collection of voices. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to do. It's hard to achieve that, you know. Yeah. Um, I can imagine. I mean, it would be, I imagine for a client to uh, kind of be laughing at your jokes uh, from your book or just whatever you're putting out there to show up and talk to uh, one of your CPAs and they're just like dry. And you're like, right, right. Not. <laughs> right, so, right. I mean, is there any like training that you do to like get them to, I don't know, be funny? Have a personality? Or, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about it. But yeah, like, do yeah. you do any kind of training like that for your, uh, for your team? 
No, but because because like because here's why in a lot of ways is that relationships are about two people coming together and finding some commonality, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we all look at other couples in our circles and go, "How do Bob and Mary make it work?" <laughs> like I would never date Bob, and you're like, "I never date Mary," you know. But for some reason, <laughs> those two are a happy, successful couple, and I think we have yeah. to keep that in perspective as well. Um, That there are CPAs that work for Watson's or for WCG that aren't like Jason. And that's okay because Mm -hmm. not everyone likes me. Yeah. Which is hard to believe, but you know, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so I think, I think we have to leave room for that as well. Um, Yeah. You know, so we have to, I guess, have that firm voice, firm as like CPA firm voice, Mm -hmm. and then also leave room for everyone to put their individual styles to it. You know, I mean, you work with, you have 40 people at your firm for a reason because you give them that flexibility. And so that says a lot about you and not expecting them to be like you, right? Right. Yeah. No, you don't want a bunch of people like me running around. (laughs) My (laughs) wife would go nuts. (laughs) She's like, I quit. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, so Jason, uh, your your firm, uh, WCG, uh, currently at the time of this recording um, is a $6 million firm. And I know that's not on accident. So tell us a little bit about your success. Like, how are you able to get to this place? Um, I do know I have in my notes here that uh, maybe part of it is because you go beyond the compliance uh, tax work and, um, and really maybe challenge like traditional accounting. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, good question. Thanks for asking. Um, traditional accounting, and it's changing, which is good, but traditional accounting has been you know, you show up with your tax stuff, Jen, mm-hmm. right? You show up with your tax stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's my stuff. And, and then some magic happens over the course. Of the <laughs> and right. then you get your stuff back with an invoice, with a tax return. And you're like, okay, that's it. Like, that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what we call um, the um, compliance component of mm-hmm. what we do. So you, you, are, you are complying with an obligation that is to file your tax returns, mm-hmm. where, where a lot of CPA firms now are changing because the client is demanding more is that consultative perspective. Mm-hmm. So throughout the year, and how we look at WCG as more of a consulting firm who happens to do tax returns. Now, like that. that's great. That's, that's what's on the wall, if you will. We're still built on a tax chassis. You know, mm-hmm. Ultimately, we're still a tax firm but we like to try to put the consultative perspective first. So mm-hmm. we'll talk to a business owner two, three, four, five times a year. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of all that, the tax return just kind of follows along. We call it the, the compliance caboose, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think we're different. There's other firms like us, but I think we're one of the first ones to bring that consultative perspective. And a lot of the packages that we have, if you will, are all in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we would say to Jen, hey, for this annual fee, you get taxes, you get unlimited consulting, you get planning and all this stuff. And some people don't need that. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, look, I get a W-2 and my life is <laughs> every year. Okay, fine. Right. But to the small business owner, that's completely a game changer because their income is lumpy and, and, and kind of sporadic and they need to make right. decisions. Do I buy a truck this year, next year, do I hire my kids to work? Do I put my spouse on payroll to maximize 401k contribution? All these things that are common to most business owners, we try to answer throughout the year. So they can make operational decisions that do affect their tax returns. 
Yeah. I mean, the the important thing for uh, working with a small business owner is it's like they need a partnership with you. Like you are in this with them. So it's not just them bringing in the paperwork and then you do the magic with on their computer, but it's like, no, let's look at the numbers and and let's pull a story out of it. And like, is this story in support of your business? And if not, how do we rewrite it? And how do we reflect that in your numbers? No, absolutely. So we, we have several folks that are transactional, right? Mm-hmm. Some, you know, several folks that show up, they want a latte, we give them a latte, and then they go on their way. But we have a lot of folks who are like, can I kind of help make the latte? Can I just <laughs> can I bring my own milk? And maybe we can kind of experiment and you know, whatever. Um, and that's what's really cool is that we can perfect change at the small business owners level. Mm-hmm. We, we don't go after big businesses. We go at, cause mm-hmm. big businesses tend to be faceless, right? Let's mm-hmm. say you're a mm-hmm. consultant for Google. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't, you can't see a face, right. but if you're a consultant for Jen, the, you know, the, the, the business owner, well then you can put a name with the face Mm-hmm. You can you can see how it affects her family. You can see how it affects mm-hmm. her objectives, her goals, and now all of a sudden that kind of changes the the motivation. I got into this business to help others, and I yeah. found a way to monetize it, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's the first salvo, right? Is to help another human being. Yeah, help another human being who happens to own a business. You know, yeah. that's how we look at it throughout the year. I love that you really uh, humanize your clients. Um, and especially for small businesses, you want to go for the, the smaller businesses in a way, because then you can, you know, see who's involved. You could see that you can interact with a decision maker um, and you can know their story and, yeah, and see how you sure. can be in support of that. And I absolutely love that. Um, yeah. It sounds like you have a lot of fun with what you do, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's fun. I mean, it's, you can, can taxes be fun? Eh, maybe not so much, but, 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 but can, can helping somebody else, can, can you get somebody to the spot where they're comfortable, where they get the aha moment? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what's really kind of motivating. Yeah. Well, tell me a story, whether it's a recent story or a story that has like stuck with you of a client where, where it was so impactful to you, you thought to yourself, this is why I do what I do. Oh, man, that's <laughs> a <too> tough <laughs> one. Well, you know, it, it just, like, I, uh, I don't have one in particular, I guess, but where, where, like, a lot of the calls that I get are just people asking questions. Mm. And they're very common questions. And what's concerning is that the questions are really common, but the answers aren't common, right? Mm-hmm. Or the answers aren't available. Yeah. And I liken it to like a house, you know, mm. Jen, you have probably four walls and a roof. I'm, I'm, you know, just kind of guessing, but I'm <laughs> assuming your home has four walls, and a roof. you know, but I don't know what color carpeting you have. I don't know what kind of tile you have or granite on your countertops or for mica or what's the color of your bedrooms, you know? So that's where like 70% of business owners probably have the same general questions and all that stuff, but it's the next 30% that makes it unique. And when you can tailor something to someone's unique situation, that's pretty cool. That's pretty, to me, uh, impactful, you know? Uh, Um, so anyway, yeah, you do, you do solve a lot of common things. Hey, should I buy a car or lease a car? Okay. That's an easy question, you know, but how does it affect my son when I put him on payroll to, mm. to max out his Roth 401 or his, his Roth IRA? okay, let's talk about that, you know? Right. 
Beautiful. Uh, Jason, I feel like I can talk and laugh with you all day, uh, but uh, all good things eventually have to come <laughs> to an end. So I just want to make sure I want to sure. cover all my bases here. Is there anything else you want people to yeah. know about WCG? Not necessarily about WCG, but I will say kind of when I did the, the pre-interview, you have to, as a business owner, realize when it's time to let go and have others. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I see business owners doing is not getting out of their own way. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from an IT background. I'm really good at it. But I still have an IT vendor who keeps all of our machines running on time. I, mm-hmm. I can certainly do it, but my time is better leveraged elsewhere. So I think that's the biggest thing and, and where that connects into CPAs and consultants and, and tax professionals and all that stuff is so many business owners feel like they can do payroll themselves and they probably can. And a lot of people think they can do bookkeeping. They can, yeah, they probably can as well. But mm-hmm. at some point you spending a whole Sunday doing all that stuff is not going to be the best use of your time or the best leveraged use of your time. So at, at, at some point, get out of the way, hire professionals and go sell widgets. Yeah, there you go. I love it. Um, yeah, <laughs> just hire your weaknesses, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, you're absolutely correct. Or the things that you can have someone else do, <laughs> you know. Yeah, or understand. the things that are just not worth your time, right? Like, so if, right. anything where it's like you can be in your genius. Like, if you're good at sales, like, delegate everything else so that you could just focus on sales, yeah. right? <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Jason, wow, I've really enjoyed our conversation today from chatting offline to online <laughs> to all the knowledge <laughs> that you shared with us and really the success of your yeah. business. Um, congrats in your success so far. And um, I'm sure Thank that you. your clients will lean against you for the new year. Uh, considering how we're still in this weird uh, phase. Um, But until then, uh, thank you again so much for being here. Absolutely. It was good talking to you, Jen. Thanks again. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Jason Watson, who is the co-founder of WCG. You can learn more about him and his company at WCGinc.com. That's spelled WCGinc.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.